0: This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers.
2: Yes, sir. It's time for the weekly scramble. My name is Chris Reavers by my side. His name is Mike Frataloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? I am spectacular. We are it just, it just dawned on me yesterday that we're three weeks ahead of Christmas already, which... I know. It didn't really even feel like December until we had that little coating of snow this morning, and then it's like, oh yeah, okay, it's it's. But can I can I? I don't know if this is necessarily a humble brag Ooh. or if it's more of a. Um, boy, am I getting old? Okay, I love. So I'll, I'm gonna brag I'm thing. gonna allow you. To to decide what it's and this might even introduce a new segment that I've been thinking about because you know, you and I, we are set on making a lot of significant change with this show going into twenty twenty four and beyond. And it might be, is
1: Reavers crazy?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Okay? Well, we know that. And most yeah. of, most often it's going to be, yes,
1: he But is. yeah, were you genetically crazy or did you become crazy after dealing with Garage Logic? Okay, so I've
2: become obsessed with an app on my phone. It's called Steps with steps. a Z, Ooh. where it, it okay. counts the number of steps because with I, a Z. I was reading an article not that long ago about my gal, Jessica Simpson, mm-hmm. how she lost a hundred
1: pounds. What? She lost, she got, if she had three children, I believe. Yeah, but she never looked like she, I mean, if she weighed 100 pounds when she was famous, famous, did she weigh 200 pounds? That seems unbelievable because yeah, she never I looked big. I think it
2: was, a, if you want to see, the, the article okay, is at the I'll Daily Mail. Okay,
1: wait, can I just look, up naked. No, Jessica. don't do that. Oh, wait, okay, Because um, that's a Hubbard, a Hubbard <laughs> okay, computer, that but it was, that? Okay. It
2: was a, a, a Daily Mail piece about how Jessica Simpson lost over 100 pounds by doing two things. Okay. She basically doesn't drink anything. Anything but water, Mm -hmm. which I have tried really hard to do, thanks to my friends at Hofferman Water in Connecticut. I I quite literally bring my own water from home every single day. Uh, I still have the occasional energy drink, but you know, and maybe a cup of coffee in the morning. But I've also said, because I was reading that you are supposed to wait two hours Hmm. after you uh, arise from your slumber. Before you uh, uh, consume caffeine, because it helps reset your, is it cortisol? Is that how you pronounce oh, it? Oh, yeah. Your cortisol levels, and I then you're supposed to be exposed to sunlight. Okay. So number one, drink a ton of water. You're sure. supposed to drink- Right off the bat. Uh, you're supposed to drink, I think it's a, is it a pint? Don't quote me. Mm-hmm. A pint of water for every pound that you weigh. That's what? kind of the, yeah, okay, something that like, something like okay. that. But it's, it's a lot.
1: Maybe an ounce of water for every pound. The other
2: thing is, you're supposed to get at least- Twelve thousand steps, and so that was Jessica okay. Simpson's philosophy. All right. But she upped it to, I believe, fifteen thousand yes. steps every okay. day, and drinking nothing but water. So, mm-hmm. and that's how she claims it. And I, and the the photos are evident because I did thorough research mm-hmm. uh, to make sure she wasn't lying. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so that's what I've decided to do. So I have become obsessed with my new thing called steps. Steps with a Z. It's like you a little have an green, iPhone.
1: Yeah. I mean, your iPhone does all. You don't need an app. To track your steps. But, uh, but you I have l- the fitness app already built into your iPhone. I know, but I, I like my steps. I'm going to buy you a Apple Watch. No, no, no. For Christmas? I don't want that. Because then you can just look at your watch at any time and say, oh, I have exactly, I mean, my watch tells me exactly how many steps I'm at right now. Well, see that's, but see that's what I do with my steps like right yeah, now you, you hold on, like, hold on. I, like see I'm can you see my watch it tells me where I am on my workouts look at, and see I'm at 9133 yeah. How do you have you walk your butt in here you sit down at a radio radio Well that's where uh, I'm going Okay how are you getting 9000 steps So
2: okay so that's where I was going with this Okay So every morning uh I get up mm-hmm. Now, my routine is, you know, get up. uh Usually, uh, Jess, my wife, she gets the boys fed breakfast. I get, and then she has to head off to work. Mm-hmm. Um, And then what I do is it's my job to get the boys out the door and on the school bus because the bus comes at 740. So at 735, it's, we hey, got to get our stuff good. on yep. and we walk the one block down to the, where the bus stop is. And then the boys get on the bus. I come back, maybe throw the laundry in the dryer and off I go. Okay, And I do. My route, which is my walk slash run, because oh, you mean your neighborhood? You're walking. Yeah, so okay. I, I I do I, I try to do the walk to warm up for like 15 minutes, then run as as long as I can before I eventually tire out, and then I have to walk the remainder, really? and then run. So I try to do the the, the balance. Okay. So if I do my route, which is I go down the hill, over here, down to the gro- to Rottermacher's, the yeah. and then and then I come back, and that's usually good for about 8,500. Oh, that's a lot of steps. And I can get that done in an hour. Okay. About an hour and 15, whatever. Okay, I'm getting somewhere, I promise. Mm-hmm. So I get that done, get showered, get my butt in here, because I got to get yelled at by Joe by about 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. whatever. So I come in here, do my thing, have to walk down to get my lunch. No, I'm kidding. But... <laughs> The a, other a so day, I walked to the cafeteria the though. other day I woke up and I'm like man I am really sore like more than more than normal okay well I had done the morning route mm-hmm. then uh I had some extra oh I had to walk back out to the parking lot here because I always park really far away to get my extra steps in. okay had to come back. So I basically made three different trips to and from the building to my car that day because I had to go get something out of my vehicle that I'd forgot. And then I had my son's basketball practice oh. where I was posting up because okay. I still got to show these kids how to sure. play ball. And then I thought I forgot my morning walk, so I went on another one. I had 28,000 Ooh. steps in one day. That's a lot of
1: steps. But I
2: basically burrowed through my socks
1: Really? <laughs> Just wore right through them? And I thought,
2: I'm really sorry. I thought, oh, God. And so I looked at my Steps app, and mm-hmm. went, 28,000, whatever. I go,
1: oh, my God. Like, Did I do my thing twice? L- let me ask you this, though, because I, I bet really you I know old. what it is. It wasn't just the 28,000 steps, because you're an efficient walker, you're a f- relatively fit guy. Sure. You used to do a lot of ellipticals, I remember that, yep, right? Yep. What I bet you you did, because I just did this yesterday, is you jumped at basketball practice a couple of times. <gasps> you might have just jumped to block a shot, oh. and what happens when you don't jump for a while? Uh, my girls, I was trying to touch this beam in my kitchen Kay. yesterday, right? Yep. My girls play volleyball, they like to jump, they can't, it's like, it's like 10 feet. It's like okay. almost the height of a basketball rim. Yeah. And I could, when I was in shape as a kid, I could jump up and grab onto the rim. I could dunk like a, like maybe a softball, right? Nothing. I couldn't dunk a basketball, but I could, I could get up onto the rim and grab it. I look cool. Cause I'm not that tall. And I was jumping. It felt reverse. First of all, it felt like I was in a wheelchair jumping. <laughs> like I could not get off the ground. No air. And I mean, my girls were like, "Oh, you're super close." I'm like, "I'm not." No. Then all of a sudden, the, the hand—I couldn't figure out what hand I was supposed to jump up with, right? Like, which one I'd lead. Finally, I figured out that it was my right hand. Then all of a sudden, my pinky and my ring finger on that hand started to tingle because I was—I was stretching something oh, that no. I haven't done this morning. I was, and I and I work out every day. Right, I'm yep. an everyday workout guy. My legs were sore this morning from three attempts to jump and touch this beam. Not to mention, like, when I landed, my, I w- was seeing stars. You I'm like, oh my right. God, you what is going right. on?
2: Yeah, you might be uh, 100% right. Yeah, it, so could, anyway. it
1: could just be that basketball. I went to the mall today, right? Because I had to get some gifts. It's my daughter's 14th birthday, oh, right? My youngest birthday. is 14. It's really great. And then I realized, like, I was at the mall and a lot of things were Christmassy and I was getting her stuff. And I said, I'm just going to push this off till Christmas. And I just wanted to acknowledge for Rookie, You know, one of the stars of the Garage Logic podcast, whose birthday's on December 25th, Mm -hmm. that he gets screwed. He gets screwed because there's no way, because I'm a good dad, kind of, (laughs) right? And I'm a generous guy all the way, right? right? I'm a generous guy for sure. Good dad, kind of. Most of the time. Most of the time. But, you know, it's not the money that I went, but I was like, yeah, I'm just going to push this till Christmas. Well, if she had a birthday on Christmas, like Rookie does... I'm like, I'm sorry, toots. You're getting Christmas gifts. I'm, I really wouldn't break it out much more for her birthday. Sure, sure. Yeah, it was, she would have really got shafted. That's. Uh, does Rookie enjoy having a birthday on Christmas? Do you know?
2: Well, you've you've listened to the show. You've listened to the show and been a part of Geo longer than I have. Yeah,
1: someone asked me that on Facebook the other day. What do you mean? They asked me like how long I've been advertising. I'm like, I don't remember not advertising. Like I don't remember right. like it was well, late. It probably, 90s. Did it
2: probably start with your dad?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, I came in full time to my company. Um, in 1997, right after college. Okay. And I don't remember a time where we did like maybe early, early two thousands or late 1990s. Sure. We started advertising and you know, we weren't doing big advertising, but we started advertising on AM 1500. Right. right? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I I just don't remember. And this guy said, you know, I, I can't remember not hearing your ads and I'm like, I don't, you're right, man. I, it was really, you always voiced them. Uh, Yes, I always did. no one else in my company wanted to do it. For a long time, Reavers, it was kind of cool because I would only take one take, no matter what.
2: You are a pro's pro.
1: Well, no, it wasn't that. I wanted to make them sound like a real person. I hated ads that were so perfect that it just, (laughs) you know, where it's just like such a finished ad. So I had like ads where I would full on in the middle of the ad swallow and I would say, I'm so sorry, I swallowed. And then I'd continue the ad and we played those ads and people would say, did you know you could have cut that out? And I'm like, yeah, that's not, I need people to know that I'm a real person.
2: Oh, Michael, (laughs) <laughs> in a former life that was basically all I did for my radio job mm. not at this building at a different uh, conglomerate and uh, the stories I could tell you oh really about clients coming in and saying that well, I, no no i i i can clean this up no i want to try it again okay oh, we've been, yeah. we've been sitting here for 48 minutes and uh, it's a 30 second ad but let's keep going cuz i i have nothing else to do Except for making sure that this is
1: right. that This is, this is going to be right for the right. one thirty-second ad. I do have a series of ads that I did on a, a competing radio station, and I did them with a very famous <laughs> sports radio host who also is affiliated with the track and the Vikings. Oh. You might know who that uh, man is. I think I do. And sure. he is a super energetic guy, right? And we had to do these 10, like two-minute segments about the hardware business. Sure. And I come in and Like he a and a
2: kind of a thing yeah, or just like, a... Yeah,
1: like how do you do this and what do you sure, have going on? sure. And, and he came in and he goes, you know, where are all the scripts? And I have... Um, so I think... I'm going to just say this. I don't know how to say this. I think I'm like relatively bright. Like I'm just being honest. I think sure. I'm okay bright. I you have, know
2: your business insider. Yeah, knows, and, yeah. and
1: I, I just... I kind of do... But I'm not a great... Smooth reader, right? I think my brain. I think I have a little ADHD, sure. so I jump in front and like I skip words because I'm I'm trying to crank through my reading as fast as possible. Okay. I'm never a slow reader, so if I had to read a script, it, it could be not so natural sounding for me. You know, how Joe just reads a perfect story. Mm-hmm. You can't tell whether he's just telling you a story or he's reading a story. Sure, that's a skill very few of us have. Right? Yep. And so when I when I turn this this. Man, Mr. Allen and I said, "I'm sorry, I, I don't have a script." He looked at me. He goes, "Well, how, how are we going to do these?" And I said, "Well, why don't you do this? Why don't you introduce me, and I'll talk for a minute forty five, and then you and then wrap you back it up. sell, and, and yeah. yeah, and you and you close it up." And he looked at me like. My God, I thought this was going to take us four days to do, and we did like all ten of them in one take. It was just, and it wasn't like, and I just allowed the screw ups to be in there because that made it real. You know, if it was too perfect, it was. And he didn't get it, and he said, "I love this," and he was such a gentleman. He was really a really great guy. But I, I got so nervous thinking I'm letting down one of the most professional guys. (laughs) I mean, and I you're unprofessional. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't even think that he'd want a script, and he's. I mean, in my eyes, he's an icon. Like he is you know, unbelievable. I gotta,
2: but I gotta put. can you know that? You know better. I gotta hit the
1: foghorn. You know that that word is phenomenal. Fog- well, I, he's, to me, he's I get what about you're as good as you can get when being a homer for a team. Speaking of iconic, yes.
2: I have a confession to make. Ooh. So the guy that I work with on a daily basis, who normally occupies that chair, mm-hmm. the mayor of Garage Logic, Joe Sushery, has been on. Not a crusade as much, but he's been on the removal and the replacement of the Minnesota state flag for a number of a weeks, of days. if not months a lot of now. Days, yeah. In fact, I think he wrote about it at least once, if not twice. Mm. But I have a confession to make because earlier today, it was released.
1: Oh, the official, f- the final? The
2: official state seal of the state of Minnesota. Okay. I like it. You do. I think it looks cool. Oh no. I'm not I'm not joking. It looks cool in the version I'm seeing right now is on kstp.com. I believe Care11 has it as well. But there's two of them that are circulating right now. One of them And and again, this isn't the flag. I think the flag is boring, but the state this seal. This is
1: the state seal. Yeah. The state seal. I actually think it looks pretty cool. A couple of things that I think is wrong with this. Okay. So if, if I'm looking at the same one you're looking at, it's 1858. That's when we were uh, became a state, yep. right? Yep. And then I see this kind of um, art deco loon. Is yeah. that what you're going yeah. to That reminds me a lot of the Minnesota United's loon. Oh, I guess I didn't even realize that. And then that. Le Trois de Nord... If I'm saying that right, yeah. isn't that a brand of liquor, the, the Nord guys? But I believe our friends, uh, Chris, is it Montana? Chris Montana. Chris Montana, I Chris think Montana. It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Didn't he say that this was the state slogan or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
1: okay, so maybe maybe we're, maybe he was and, stealing and, it from and them. And again,
2: don't quote me, but I... I, I don't hate it. Because we, we had Chris on a bunch, and yes. I, I do remember him saying something about that name, because I think you asked him about it.
1: Yeah, so I, I see some grain... On the left side, I see a, a beautiful loon in the middle, yep. and then I see a couple of pine trees with the North Star
2: and the and the and the water and the water below. Yep. I, I, I think it I, looks
1: kind of cool. It, it doesn't offend me.
2: No, it doesn't offend me. Right? No, I, and to the point where I I get why people not necessarily are offended, but why they don't why they dislike the new state flag. That I completely get because I didn't really have an issue with the 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 flag we had up until this point, but I. The state seal is kind of cool. I don't mind it.
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I don't mind it either. I can't tell you exactly if I just had to close my eyes and think of our state seal. I couldn't tell you what was on it. Sure. I don't do a lot of state seal. In fact, probably anytime I get a piece of mail with our state seal on it, I think, oh, crap. Here comes another bill. Like, what's going on now? Right. What, what insurance thing do I need to cover with the hazardous waste permitting or something? Who knows? Um, yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Uh, I don't dislike it. I like it in both color and uh, monochrome. I think that looks kind of That's kinda the neat.
2: word I was looking for, yeah. because I couldn't rem- The The color one, I, I do like, but the what is the it monochrome, yeah. monochrome yeah. one, I think, looks even better. Yeah, and they have it kind of in this brushed gold. It almost looks like it's, you know those commercials where you'll see, buy these rare coins. Yes. That's yeah. what it looks like.
1: Yeah. I, it looks like a cool, rare Coin. I can't tell if I'd rather have this one or the Donald Trump rare coin. Remember when he came <laughs> out with those?
2: So it's so funny you mentioned that. I I recall when that came up, it became a pretty lengthy topic on GL. He and I said, it. I said, you guys are laughing. He's going to make a ton of money selling these.
1: Well, I think he said earlier during the day, "I'm going to make an announcement that's one of the most important announcements I've ever made to the American public," and then he came out and said. You can buy my trading cards. <laughs> I think it wasn't even a coin. It was like well, a trading it was an card. NFT, wasn't it? Yeah, an NFT. Like yeah. you can get one of these. They're going to be huge. Huge. You know, like, oh man! And it was really kind of a letdown when he thought, you know, if you're a multi-billionaire like he says he is, right? Mm-hmm. Whether he is or not, I don't know. I don't know him. I I'm sure I'd have fun with him, and I'm sure he'd drive me nuts. But I don't know him. You'd but golf it, around with. with, I, with I'd the golf dog. around. Although, yeah. actually, I might not because I think he's a golf cheater. Oh. When I see him, like move balls and drive his golf cart up onto the uh, green one time didn't like that cool. right yeah. but but i'd hang out with i would take his jet somewhere with him if i could do that <laughs> i hang out with his daughter just saying probably. All right. Even a couple of his ex-wives probably. <laughs> I don't know. Probably would. <laughs> okay. But in, in 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 to rethink about it, I I think it was kind of low for him to come out with an N- N- NFT. I didn't think he needed to do it. I did I do have some very liberal family members yep. and I did buy a couple of cases of Trump wine. Okay. And I took them to their house for Christmas and we we just gave the Trump wine and I served it to them. And remember that scene where a vampire touches um, the, the holy water, yeah. they looked at me like I had just murdered them. I'm like, Oh my God. First of all, you said you liked it two seconds ago. You said, what a delicious wow, red. This is really good. Yeah, and I said, Oh, it's, it's from the Trump vineyards. And they looked at me like you son of a gun. You just tried <laughs> to poison me. They all took it in good stride. Cause they're not, you know, right. no one's crazy person. Right. And I don't, again, I'm going to restate this. I'm not a political person. I don't care. I don't care. Yep. I, I just was needling these gals because they're really passionate about it and I don't care. And I thought Trump wine was a cool thing. I got a couple of Magnums, so like these huge bottles. So I look real cool nice. walking around. Yeah. Nice. I mean, you got to, if you're going to go, you go big.
2: So, in the new format of the weekly scramble, I'm here to tell you about our friends at Harmony Spirits. You know what? If you are kind of struggling with gift buying season, oh. Get a gift that keeps on giving all year long, and that is a gift from Harmony Spirits, whether it's a gift card for the tasting room or give the gift of booze. I gave the gift of booze to my uncle for his retirement gift, and I got a glowing report of the bourbon barrel-aged whiskey from Harmony Spirits. He said, my God, and this is a whiskey fan through and through, and he said, where did you get this stuff? And I said, hey, those are my friends at Harmony Spirits. So continue to keep going into your local liquor store and keep continuing to ask for the Harmony brand by name. They are so thankful for all of you that have done so. Um, and also, don't forget to check out their website for upcoming events during the holiday season and throughout winter and into the spring because they are they always have stuff going on down at the Tasting Room in Harmony, Minnesota. You can also check them out on social media, uh, most specifically their Twitter account, Michael.
1: So Larry's been texting me, right? He, oh, we're Facebook friends now because cool. I'm going for these 5,000 buddies, right? Yeah. I'm going to just keep doing that till I get 5,000 buddies. And Larry's from Harmony Spirits. And I said, hey, Larry, why don't you tell us a couple of places where you can buy it here locally? Oh, yeah. And he says, well, we have a distributor. I don't always know where it is. But he did send me a, a message today. And he said, one of the news stores is Bauer Southside Liquors in Fairbo. Do you oh, know those yeah, guys? Oh, yeah, for sure. So and it's 100%. there. So when you go in there, not, don't only just ask for it, but buy it. And then there's uh, Eden Prairie on 78th. Those are just a couple. But I said, hey, Larry, shoot me a couple each week. So I can, you know, tell me that Dave at at, um, Eden Prairie Liquors has it. Then people can go in and ask for Dave and get Harmony Spirits. Because when I keep going looking for it, I'm not always hitting places that have it.
2: I'm so glad he mentioned the Bauer family because they are obviously Faribault being my hometown. And I'm so glad that they picked up the Harmony brand and Harmony Spirits in general because... The Bauer family are so supportive of local events. I can't tell you how many different softball teams I played on oh, that were really? sponsored by Bauer's Southside Liquor. I mean oh, that's they, cool. They, even though... They're in no close proximity to any of one of my family members. That's mm-hmm. the place I go if I go to a liquor store when I'm in Faribault because of how supportive they've they've been for all sorts of things of me go, go, growing up and in, uh, in, That's in really that cool. town. So That's, they're a very very yeah. cool family. Um, so if you're yeah if you're there, please go to go to the Bauer Southside Liquor Store and get the Harmony brand. That's really cool that he mentioned them. That's awesome.
0: We are now in December. Christmas is just around the corner. Take care of your holiday shopping with a gift that your family will love, not just this year, but for years to come. You can do it in a matter of a couple of clicks with a gift certificate from mysoundstory.com. Soundstory, a professionally hour long produced conversation in which you or one of your loved ones is interviewed by your choice of one of our professional interviewees, including me, the Rook. It's a conversation with their experience from childhood, school, career, the first date, whatever the case may be, you will get it with Soundstory. You or your loved ones' voices and And their stories are saved for your family forever. That's a great deal. So forget the bad sweater. You and your siblings go in on a gift certificate for your parents and get them a sound story at MySoundStory.com. And for a limited time, enter the promo code FLASHLIGHT. You get 10% off that Sound Story gift certificate. Being able to check this out in a podcast interview with your grandparents is one of the best things you'll ever do. It's a gift you'll never regret giving, but it's a gift that everyone in your family will love. MySoundStory.com, promo code FLASHLIGHT. 10% 10% off a gift certificate for Sound Story. That's the plan. Flashlight. Remember flashlight at mysoundstory.com. Soundstory for you, for them, forever.
2: Okay, Michael, I'm going to give you a little glimpse behind the old broadcasting curtain. Nice. And I want to phrase this in the proper way because with a job like this that we have, and you've been subjected to it from, from time to time mm-hmm. because you and I have been doing this show for over a decade right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you get a lot of feedback, whether it's via social media, email and what have you. And I got a great email from a guy named Jim and I already responded to him and everything's cool. It's it's no big deal, but it always amazes me. And not to the point where like when I was younger, I would get angry. You would get frustrated and and frustrated just like anybody else would think of, think of, you know, your normal nine to five Monday through Friday job, if you got criticism, of course, you're going to react a certain yep, way. Yep. But when you're in this line of work, you just got to brush it off because that's just part of the game and,
1: and we're and we get almost none compared to women newscasters. And oh, 100 so, yeah, percent. We're lucky yes, that we yes. get a
2: couple uh, more on. In it. fact, uh, a, a, a friend of mine who used to work in this market does not anymore used to show me some of the stuff that was centered. I'm oh. thinking, Dear God. Why would you ever do this? Why would yeah. you do yeah. this as a yeah. lie I, I, yeah. I couldn't believe that somebody would take the time. To be so cruel. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you have nothing better with your time? But I got an email, uh, and it was a reaction to something I said on Monday Night Sports Talk yesterday, which, for those of you that might listen to our show that don't, it's with both Joe Sushery and Patrick Royce, which I love. I, I It's just Winging it for 45 minutes Mm -hmm. with the guys that have been doing this such a long time. So I I truly feel honored that I get to do the show with them every day. Or every week, I should say. So I mistakenly, because I also want to point out that when those two do a broadcast, they never say anything incorrect on that (laughs) show, ever, (laughs) about anything. Never. And so I had mistakenly said... Because Joe had brought up Christian McCaffrey, the star running back for great the San Francisco back. 49ers. And I had said, yeah, he's come a long way since he sat out the uh, Rose Bowl, which he said, I remembered he sat out a bowl game his senior year, and I remembered Stanford being very good. And I remembered watching Stanford play in the Rose Bowl. I think they played the Hawkeyes in Iowa, so of course my wife is interested because the mm. Hawkeyes are playing. Yeah. And I mistakenly said the Rose Bowl, but he played in the Rose Bowl against Iowa the year before, but he actually sat out the Sun Bowl. Oh the guy Shame
1: on you. But the guy and I'm not
2: gonna mention his name, but the guy said it was Jim. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Okay, but the guy had taken a couple extra liberties, and that's kind of what elicited a reaction from me. I Mm -hmm. said, So sorry that I gave out the wrong information Mm -hmm. and I sent out a news story about the correct um about the correct uh, bowl game that he said out. I, I hope you're able to make it through your day. <laughs> Meaning, dude, relax, okay, I'm yeah. sorry, relax. Yeah. I said the rose bowl instead of the sun bowl. I, and I, what, I what
1: let me give pull back the curtain even more that you wouldn't even know that you need to pull back. You don't have a written script of what you guys are going to talk about, <laughs> it is just on the fly. So for you to even know that McCaffrey sat out one bowl game and uh, you know who uh, was drafted in the '83? Uh, you know for right. the Twins. You know what I mean? For you to know that stuff, and for Royce to know that stuff. I mean, when Royce was, do you notice one thing? When you guys were talking, you were talking about meat raffles, yeah. and then his small town. There was three bars, and he knew like the downer and the. You know, he knew the names of these three bars. He hasn't had a drink in twenty some years. Thirty. Thirty years. He hasn't been to probably one of those bars Actually, in a long, 40, but yeah. long, long, long time, yeah. right? And then I used to live in St. Paul around certain bars that I had been to every day of my life for 20 years, and I had to think of the three closest bars to my house. (laughs) I owned one of the signs when the bar closed. I bought the sign and hung it in my house, and I could not remember the name of that bar. (laughs) I remember Sweeney's, and I was remembering the Muddy Pig, but I couldn't remember the Happy Gnome. And I literally owned the sign for the Happy Gnome. Or Chang is not Happy Gnome. Didn't I... Wasn't I doing the show with you when you acquired the I th- sign? I think so. What happened is that the Chang O'Hara's is a bar that I went to literally every day. And I hate using that word literally, but literally I would go eat dinner there, have a couple of drinks every single night. And when they closed, I said, hey, I, I want to buy the sign. It was this beautiful kind of um, Asian tiger, right? Gold tiger, like uh, printed. It was a flat sign. Yeah. And I hung it in what I had a billiard room in my Victorian house, right? And then as soon as my wife moved in with me, she said, get that. That's got to go. Out (laughs) of here. We're going to have a dining room table instead of a pool table in the dining room. And then life's been downhill ever since. Sure. I mean, wait. Wait. Can we cut that part? Because sure. she is gonna kill me yeah, if I say that, that, that. Yeah, part. she is she I still need to get her in here so she can say something to the extent, Hey, I'm Mike's wife and everything he's gonna say about me is a lie. Just to preface every time I talk about her, because she hates when I bring her but up. But
2: because I already know that. Yes. In fact, the last time I saw Nicole, I said, You do realize I know whenever he talks about you, I know he's full of S.
1: But all the rest <laughs> of the people, the hundreds of thousands of people that listen to the show. Yeah. Don't know that, right? And all I want is five thousand Facebook friends. So the hundred thousand people that are listening to this over the next week. Mm-hmm. By the way, great guys. The, I've had some of the nicest That's guys, cool. and in fact, Pat O'Neill just Facebook friend requested me right Aww. now. Yeah, thanks, Pat. You made it to the show. Well,
2: you're mentioning Monday Night Sports. The other thing to keep in mind too, and and not that I'm looking for any type of of, of pat on the back. But yes, you do have to be prepared because you have to fill in the gaps with the two senile guys. But it could guys. be on
1: any topic whatsoever. To the point where,
2: and this is what I love about Roycey, mm-hmm. and why it would drive me nuts when he and I had to do this on a daily basis on the afternoon show, The Ride with Roycey, mm-hmm. where he would argue with me about something I knew I was right about, sure. but, but I just have to sit back and kind of take it. Case in point, also on yesterday's broadcast where it was announced that... The Gophers were selected to participate in the 41st-ranked out-of-41 bowl games, <laughs> the Quicklane Bowl in okay, Detroit, yeah. against Bowling Green. Oh. Well, look, at we'll beat them. Well, oh. you'd think, but it's called a revenge game because, as Pat pointed out, they lost as a 30.5-point mm. favorite. Yep. Uh, and I said, "Well, yeah, it was two years ago." No, 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 it was longer than that. I said, "No, no it's two years." It ago. was two years ago, and I know this because it was homecoming. No, it wasn't. I go, "Yes, it was." Because I was in attendance yeah, with yeah. my dad and my sons. Yeah. So I, I was there. I remember there. that. Yeah. So, of course, then what do I have to do? I have to pull it up because mm-hmm. it has to come from a, a publication. It can't come from my mouth sure. until those
1: two will actually believe that's when it happened. But you have to admit, what Royce is in yeah. his 70s, someplace in his 70s. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. He's an adult man yes. all the way. A, I'm going to call him a senior. He's a senior. Yes. His mind is as sharp as a knife. Yes. I mean, it is It is crazy how smooth
2: he is on stuff. To the point where, I don't think the boys would mind me sharing this. It was a couple episodes ago where s- something was having Joe with his dober down. He was a little um, uh, I don't know exactly what the word was, but um, he was he was a little befuddled. He lacked energy. Yeah. And he just, I, I just can't take much more of this. And then Royce, as he's walking out the door, slapped Joe on the side and said, Don't worry, Sooch! We'll both be dead soon. Oh <laughs> What a
1: smooth but again, character. That's what makes him awesome. He did write something. He posted because uh, he's great on Twitter, right? Oh my God! And he, he put he's something on Twitter. I I um write to live, not live to write. Yes. Right. And I think that's really he's both of those guys having to create columns, and, you know, for the newspapers for the respective newspapers. Yep. And when you have to do that, when you have a deadline and you have a job. It keeps you sharp, and it has kept those guys sharp well beyond a lot of their cu- counterparts. Right? Joe
2: has a line that he stole from, I think it was Clint Eastwood. Don't let the old man in, mm-hmm. and that's I, I think so. that that's a that's a, so okay. We haven't really discussed any of the topics outside of the one yeah, email. we talked a lot. Of no, but I did want to bring this up because I thought, and I'm I'm I hope I'm correct, but I thought you have a story related to this establishment. I was stunned when I saw this. But uh, I follow this um, Twitter account called the Best of Minnesota. Oh, so they'll they'll put out really cool photos, both current, history, all sorts of stuff. It's really neat. I really like this account. And they had put this out earlier today, saying that it's time to celebrate the 95th anniversary of the Five Eight Club.
1: Really? And I thought that's that seems like a long that's time. That's a ago. long time
2: for the Five. But anyway. You can go to the 5-8 club today, according to the Best of Minnesota Twitter account, with a $1.95 special on hamburgers and onion straw sides. Now, this is not really an
1: ad, but don't you have a 5-8 story? Or am I confusing mm-hmm. you with somebody I think you else? Might be commu- I mean, I've been there a bunch, but it's been, I don't think I have any stories of I pull it this
2: Is this the one that's near the airport, right? Cedar and and uh, yeah no okay I thought I thought it was you and now of course I feel like an idiot because I thought it was you and of course now it's not but it's it's in Minneapolis it's a it's by the airport
1: right close to the airport what? it's on Cedar yes yeah, Cedar yeah, okay and yeah, 58 yeah. oh I don't consider that by the airport because I'm coming from St Paul okay well whatever <laughs> okay well, but it's it
2: doesn't work that way it's the age-old question to which I say who gives a damn who invented the juicy Lucy? You know, well, was it the 5-8? There, there's was more it than Matt's? one five
1: eight club, by the way. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, there's Champlin, Maplewood, West St. Paul, and out Minneapolis. Oh, for crying out loud. That I'm, I'm
2: really sorry that I even brought this yeah, up. Yeah, but okay. still,
1: to be 95 years old, that seems kind of, seems like a long time, doesn't it? Well, it, is it the same spot? Is it the same? Now I'm really, because, okay, now you're now you're really. It says in 1928, the height of Prohibition, the 5-8 eight, eight club, originated uh, in Minneapolis as a speakeasy serving beer and liquor Illegally, along with light food menu to, th- to their thirsty patrons. Uh, uh, the 5'8 club was on 50th Street. It was 58th Street, located out in the country and just adjacent to the New World Champlain Airport. Hmm. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, let me rest- reread that all together. It was adjacent to the New Wold Chamberlain Airport, which I don't know where that is. But then they have one by Nokomis and Maplewood and Champlin and West St. Paul. So good for them. And they they kind of were the inventor of the Juicy Lucy. Is that okay. what I say? Yeah. And so my buddies own some uh, restaurants that serve Juicy Lucy's, right? And there's a big argument on who really did it. But there's a couple of nuanced things with the Juicy Lucy that I don't know if you know. And I'm not going to speak towards the 5-8 because I don't know how they do it. But my buddies' restaurants, they don't put... Um, cheese, I might get this backwards, they, they don't put like a Velveeta in the middle that gets blazing hot. They used a pasteurized form of cheese that doesn't take the heat, so when you bite into the burger and you get that shoot out of cheese, yeah. it doesn't burn you. And, and I don't know about 5-8 Club. It's very possible that they do it Totally the way that my other buddies, but this was a selling point that you wouldn't get burned by the cheese and their Juicy Lucy. I said, oh, that's kind of interesting. But do you, because I don't, it's along the same line of
2: thinking that I have with, I don't care who had something first on social media. Like none of that. I don't give a damn about any of that. I want the person that has the most accurate detail of a specified report. Same thing here. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Who invented the juicy Lucy? Yeah, I want to know who makes the best one. Right? I, I think so. I think I so. I don't yeah. care who came up with. Mm-hmm. I none of that. None of that to me matters. Now again, I do know that there are a lot of people who do care about sure.
1: who had it first and who came up with whatever. I'm not one of those people. Um, I, what I kind of go back to is juicy Lucy. You know, because in 1928. Some guy said, that gal over there is quite the Juicy Lucy. And then he said, we should name a hamburger after that. Shove some cheese in it. Right. Did you like my 1928 uh, guy's voice? That wasn't bad. That wasn't too bad, it was right? almost
2: It was almost akin to uh, the, the the gangster, see? Yeah, see? I, t-
1: I tell you, okay. sport. But um, I like that. That gal over there is quite the Juicy Lucy. That's what we should call... Uh, people that listen to the Weekly Scrambler, if they're a gal, we should call them Juicy Loosies. Okay. I don't know. Seems kind of fun. Um, I think it had to be an insult at some point in time. Probably. Yeah. Um, okay.
2: Well, you, you know what? I'm going to uh, issue an apology to Jim. He, he was probably right. Yeah, about yeah. ripping me for something stupid that you, I said. You on didn't the show. know
1: Christian McCaffrey sat out the, the whatever bowl, not the not the Rose Bowl, but uh, the Sun Bowl. The Sun Bowl. He did yep. sit out the Sun Bowl. That I'm, you stood corrected. I appreciate that. What are we going to do? Out of curiosity, the Golden Gophers are going to the 41st ranked bowl game, the oh, Quick Change Bowl. So, so quick, quick aside. Yeah, these two idiots
2: that I work on Mondays with, they really think that I'm going to. I don't know. Did you hear the episode yesterday? Yeah, I, I did. They really think, I'm going to drive to Detroit the day
1: after Christmas for a 2 o'clock game. You know why they think that, reverse? Because that's something I would do? Because you've done it already. (laughs) Who had you out there? Was it Grimm or who was it? Yeah, the Grimmer. Yeah, Yeah, Mike Grimm called you up and said, I need a spotter. But that's because I was coming back from a different road trip. If Grimm would have called you and said, can you make it out here overnight to be the spotter for this Gopher game, you would go, Christmas Eve or Christmas I, Night. Christmas Night into the. Okay, L- yeah. let me backtrack. Grimmer, just call him; he'll show up.
2: Pro- probably, yeah. But I was doing the time thing. Sure, well, it's about ten and a half hours from here to Detroit. Okay, because the Ford Field is basically downtown. Mm. It's right. It's right on the the shores of Lake Michigan. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been there many times, but. To get there for a two o'clock game, yeah. means you got to leave Christmas night. Yeah, like at six, and then you're gonna you have know. to stay overnight. You know, you're not gonna stay probably in Chicago, but you got to find somewhere you're leaving to crash. the
1: afternoon, sort of right. Well, I mean, and I'm yeah, not doing yeah. that. It, no, okay. Let me. How many gopher? I mean, even fans, I have my standards. I, I'm a big gopher fan, sure. right? I don't go to a lot of bowl games. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'd like to if we went to a bowl different than the Quick Change Bowl. Um, how many fans do you think they'll get from Minnesota?
2: Well, I can tell you, having having been to a quick lane bowl before, yeah. they played, it was one of the Michigans, Central Michigan, Eastern. It was one of the Michigans. I don't remember. Maybe it was Central Michigan. And it was right after Jerry Kill had stepped down. Okay. So Tracy Clays was the interim coach. And they weren't having great weather. There's no way that there were more than 5,000 people. Total, Total. Are you kidding me? There's no way that there was more than 5,000 people there. Wow. I mean, I remember... because I, I said this yesterday, but I'll repeat it. I remember saying to Mike, well, wh- where should I park? Is there, He goes, "It's, it's you're going to be fine. Like, you're kidding. It, it, it beca- wasn't
1: even a problem to park because there was that There might people. have been a
2: Ford Field insignia up against my bumper. You were that close. Th- that's how close I was to Yo, park. Um,
1: oh, so, so we're not expecting much more than five or maybe 7,000. I would be 7, stunned. I wonder what they announced for that game. They probably announced like 30, I'm well, sure. Well, they might have sold 30,000 tickets, right? To the schools. To the schools. And, and then,
2: keep in mind... I don't know how far away central Michigan would be from Detroit, yeah. but I can't imagine can't that it's that far. far. Yeah,
1: they're they're within one day driving distance for but sure. But I do remember there's no
2: way that there were fi- more than 5,000 oh, people no.
1: there. Oh, no, what a shame, um, what a joke.
2: So, so with this being and that gopher team, obviously, was was better, but I can't imagine that
1: there's... I mean, for God's
2: sake, the quarterback just transferred.
1: So, okay, walk me through that a little bit, Reaver. So, Callie McManus, what's his name? How do you pronounce it? Athan. Uh, Athan, that's his first name. Callie McManus. Callie McManus, yeah. right. So, so he
2: en- enters the transfer portal.
1: So, the moment he says, I'm willing to go to a different school, yep. he is no longer affiliated with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Correct. So, you can't put yourself out in the ether of the transfer portal and still remain at your school if you don't get picked up. I, I don't know that you can. You can come back hypothetically. Yeah, I don't know that you can. So he can't. But play I do play in know that it's, it's
2: you're turning your back yeah. on. So what coach is going to play you?
1: Yeah, but at the same time, you might have very little choice. No, because then you
2: worry about how does that gonna the ramifications about all the other players saying, "Well, this guy already said he's out of here. Why yeah. are you playing him?" You know, well, over somebody that, that's committed to
1: your program. What a shame! What a shame! That, well, the, that, that's a that's a destructive system for but all of football. That whole specific
2: situation with him, because in my opinion, it's always a super good idea for the dad mm. of the athlete to issue a statement on social media talking about. The decision that we've made. Oh, yeah. That's always a super good look. You know
1: it's a a good family thinking it out. And
2: I I said this a while ago, and everyone laughed at me, and I said, you know, I got a problem with them saying we're not going to bring anybody in to compete with you because that's how much we want you to come to our program. Mm -hmm. If you... Are trying to be a top-notch Division One quarterback? You're saying bring, bring out all on. the competition yeah. you want. Yeah, but try to be, mis- have him beat, have them beat. Well, I don't um. want you to bring. Well, that tells me you're soft. Yeah, that
1: tells me you're not willing to he fight. was a bad player and not
2: willing to work hard. Uh, I disagree completely. I think he I was mean, a
1: complete flop. Hey. Anyway, he's going to the Golden Gophers, right? Who you have to deal with, PJ Fleck, every day. Who, when they win by one to some no-name he the, runs into yeah. the thing. What? That's a tad narcissistic. So if
2: I go to the Quick Lane Bowl, then I wonder, am I going to? Since there's going to be so few Gopher fans there, will I be allowed to go into the locker room to catch PJ?
1: Oh, that then would be, I would go. Well, then I would leave. All the rest of the guys would go into Day. the transfer portal, probably right. if they win, because yeah. their stock went up because they beat Bowling Green wow. for the first time. I wonder how many times he's played Bowling Green. Don't know. Is it just the one? Might be because uh, I. What was Royce's conversation about that? Where the coach from Bowling Green said. He said something like, I still
2: think they'll have a good year. I still
1: think they'll have a good year. How <laughs> sad is that? You're, just, you're, fa- you're, you're set to lose by 30, and you beat the Gophers, it's, and it's he says spectacular. that. Oh, oh.
2: so speaking really quickly, yeah. I know we're running out of time. Uh, college football, tell me you heard about the story about the Iowa Bar in Cedar Rapids. Tell me again, but I heard it. free beer until... The Hawkeyes scored. Ah, uh, that
1: was uh, that was a pretty brazen bet, right? Well,
2: but the beauty of it is that bar owner's no dummy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find the text from brother in But was that, was that uh, scored X a touchdown in Cedar? No, scored. Just any score whatsoever. Because Iowa's got a bad offense, so yeah. people are thinking, "Well, I'll go in there until they kick a field goal or sure. get a safety or yeah. whatever," and they get shut out. Uh, and I because I asked my I texted my brother-in-law and I said, "Well, what was the name? I need the name of this." So it was X Golf in Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you're thinking, you know, I've been in the industry uh, off and on, you know, most of my adult life. I'm thinking from that standpoint, that night alone must have cost him a fortune. A lot of beer. But all of the publicity he's got, uh, as a side, obviously that's not good for him for that one day, but
1: he's now going to be the... Remember that bar? That yeah, but you and I are talking about it, and we're never going to go down to Iowa. To, you know, he's getting True. a lot of publicity all across the United States. True, but he needs the publicity with uh, within a three mile radius of his bar. That's a good. Yeah, point. that was a pretty good thing, though. So he said, "Until Iowa scores, it's free beer on me." Yep, and then Iowa just gets shut out twenty six to nothing. It's unbelievable that it's another under win. Right? Didn't they have like their unders were oh, like twenty seven and twenty nine? They kept going
2: down, and it kept being, and they kept
1: beating yeah. our you know winning on the under. How weird is that? It's unprecedented. I'm so glad we beat them. I know. All right. Reivers, you are the best.
2: Thank you, Michael. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would really appreciate it. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reivers. We will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.